Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to They Talk A Good Game off-season edition. We're continuing with our club reviews. This week, we are doing the North Queensland Cowboys my name is Harvey. As ever, I am joined by my co-host, Lockie. Hello. Yeehaw to all the Cowboys fans. <laughs> Howdy doody. Um, oh. how, are you, how, are, how are y'all doing? This is excellent. Can you keep up this accent for the, <laughs> the whole special? Um, I'm you sure bet. the Cowboys fans would uh, love it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yippee, yippee, yay. <laughs> um, oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Um, how do you think the, the Cowboys went this year? Uh, it was, look, a you know, disappointing one for him. Um, first yeah. year with new coach Todd Payton. He had some good moments, and at some point during the middle there, they were looking like they were, um, you know, doing all right. And then they went on a massive losing streak. They, you know, during the year, Michael Morgan, who was meant to be their number seven, retired. They had a shift. I think around. that hurt them more than people realised. Oh, 100%, of course. Having to yeah. retire your halfback in the middle of the year. like And, and club captain club, um, or yeah. co-captain. I mean, even though he wasn't playing his best footy or that, that level of footy that sort of won them a premiership and got him into that, in about that origin side, just culturally and from a leadership perspective, as their dominant half and dominant playmaker, it's got to throw a spanner in the works Definitely. for the way that they play. Yeah, um, yeah, they had, and then they they ended up having to uh, get Tom Dearden to come up mid year. It was a bit disruptive in their spine. Scott Drinkwater, I thought, was one of their best players throughout the year at five eight. He's yeah. he's a really underrated talent. Hundred um, percent, someone that the Cowboys I think can look look forward to um, going forward. Um, but then they've also got Chad Townsend coming next year, so it'll be interesting. They to do. See. They've got they're spoiled for depth at halves now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'd, is, I'd keep Dearden as a as a fourteen potentially at the moment. Um, I think Townsend has the runs on the board. Drinkwater's got he's just that that sort of five eight that you want. Um, but with Val cover. Holmes at the back, or there's an argument there's to an be ar- said that you move Val Holmes to the wing, Drinkwater mm. to the fullback, and then you can play Townsend and Dearden together in the halves. It, it's not a traditional halves because they're both sort of game managers strong kicking yeah. game um but i think dearden's running games got some threat to it as well yeah i think i'd want to keep drink water in that six i think the fullback spot is 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 a fight between Holmes and um and uh and the hammer potentially yeah the hammer could yeah, Holmes, I still think, is like when he plays on the wings, one of the best wingers in the game. And so in the same way that the Bulldogs aren't going to play Addo Carr at fullback and like just because you're a great winger, I don't think it makes you a good, a great fullback. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think on Tamalolo and Peyton's sort of 
management of his minutes. There was lots of talk earlier in the year when he wasn't playing the full game, but he was sort of playing 50, 60 minutes. Yeah, he's definitely got to work out how to use him. But, you know, I, I don't think, you know, people say that Peyton needs to just use Tamalolo like Paul Green used him as like, you know, running all these meters, getting mm. the ball. Like I don't think I don't think either of them have used him correctly, and I, it's not that I think I know what the correct answer is, but he's he's you know he needs he needs to have bursts, which is what Peyton is trying to get at. Like he needs to be an impact player because otherwise yeah. he's just going to burn himself out, and he's not creating any impact for the team his stats look amazing and his fantasy fantasy scores are going to be off the chart but that's not what that's not what Peyton's trying to achieve no (laughs) you you want the best out of him to get the best out of the side you know to give the side the best chance of winning I think there may be one of the options is similar to what the Titans did with David Fafida this year towards the back end where they rest him for the first 20 minutes so he doesn't go through a lot of defensive work I mean it's it's sounds quite odd having your star player start on the bench but then Mm. you use one interchange to get them on you know that they can last 60 minutes and not just that that they're going to be full of energy for that um, end of the first half and then they've got the motor to get through the second half you know still being able to provide those attacking bursts because if you spend the first 10 minutes of a game defending your line that just takes it out of you for the rest of the game it, yeah. it just sets the tone and that that first, you know, attacking strike that you get down in the opposition's half, if that's 15 minutes in, that's going to have a lot less potency in it than, it, you know, what they threw at you in the first minute. So yeah. I think maybe that's an option that they can try. Otherwise, I, I like him just playing 80 minutes. Just c- keep him out there. Just, you know, he's a leader there. Um defensively he's so strong and yeah you'll lose some of that burst x-factor sort of impact play that he provides through the middle but at least you get consistency and i don't think he'll let you down if you play him for 80 minutes no he's yeah he's definitely built different like that's the thing we can't talk about him like we talk about other players he's just built different he's massive but also mega fit and also very fast so (laughs) that's hence the headache but also you know, you'd rather have him in your team than not. Um, let's go to some fan questions. Um, yes, love we'll it. We'll start with our classic, our, one of our classic general ones that it's, just, I mean, really more just helping us run down their season from Tony Razzo, who will feature in every 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 team review we do. Love um, it. The, it. Just wants to know how they started the year, how they were in the middle, how they finished. Cowboys, um, after five rounds, were sitting equal 12th. So that sort of mid mid mm. bottom eight position. Then, interestingly, after fifteen rounds, I think they were actually at about ninth. But on points, they were equal seventh. So that's okay. how good they were. They were they were looking quite strong in the middle of yeah. the year. That's after and after that, they have the massive losing streak, and they finish the year second last below the old rival, the Brisbane Broncos. So the mm. really disappointing end to the year but there were some there were some good moments in there that if they can just you know figure out what worked during that period and yeah I think some of their I don't know if this is just too harsh but I feel like some of their fringe players like I think they've got the star players that definitely should be competing for top eight 
but I'm not mm. sure that the supporting cast is good enough and consistent enough to get them to that level. Mm. I mean, there are some players, not to name names, but I'm going to, <laughs> like Ben Hampton, Mitch Dunn, um, yeah. Tom Gilbert, Ruben Cotter, Lockie Burr, who are all decent first graders, but they've all got errors in them. They've all, to my mind, not, you know, risen um, or, or improved dramatically since coming into first grade. And they feel like they've sort of peaked and they just might need to change out those sort of supporting members of the team mm. um, to help the stars shine a bit brighter. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a controversial take, but <laughs> that's, um, that's how I see their roster. And I think mm. that explains why they're a bit streaky throughout the season and why they, you know, have the chance to beat some of the best teams. But ultimately when confidence is low, it's a 13 man game. And if, you've got four or five members of your squad who are struggling and can't live up to the pressure. It's going to be tough to win. Yeah, definitely. I think the Cowboys, they, the majority of their existence have had Jonathan Thurston, one of the greatest players of all time as their halfback. And I think it's blinded people within the club about what, what players you need to have in your forward pack and back line in order to achieve success. Um, I think, like you know, he made players around him look better, and they're sure. still they're still in a post thirst and hangover. Um, so, yeah, we'll need to see if they can get the squad around him. Let's yeah. let's go to some specific Cowboys questions from the fans. Love it. A couple that we've kind of touched on a bit, but Tony Razzo, who we did feature before, he's he's all over it. He's love it, Tony. <laughs> now in the Cowboys chat as well. Um, he wants to know what will their one to seven look like. What's what's the ideal backline for the Cowboys for next year? For next year, I think. Yeah, oh, I'm not. I I really because I quite like the idea of drink water at fullback. I okay. know you've made yeah. the case for him being at six. You're allowed to think that, but just off the top of my head, I'd have drink water at the back. I would pair Dearden and. Um, Townsend Townsend in the halves and, and see how that gels mm. Holmes would be on one wing uh, Felt would be on the other I'd have the hammer in centres and who would be their other centre? I think they had They got like Murray Talangi but he's more of a Talangi, winger yeah um, Lamaleu played there for a bit You could have I mean, you could have Talangi in the wing and have Holmes in the center potentially, which they've tried like out a little Holmes bit on the wing. Yeah. I mean, Peter Hickey's signing for them. Oh so yeah. He could, He'll be he in could the center. Down the spot. He'll be in the center. Um, yeah. So that's, that's sort of one to seven with one spot missing that yeah. <laughs> unclaimed center spot. Yeah. Um, would you see it differently? Um, I think I, for me, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, <sighs> I'm gonna put. I'm gonna stick hammer hammer at fullback. Yeah. I'm gonna have Felt and Tao Lange on the wings. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have Val Holmes in a center position, along with um, Peter Hiku, and then I'll have okay. drink water at six. Yeah. Townsend seven. Dearden biding his time at fourteen. See what happens. That's. I'll my tell you opinion. why I like drink water at fullback. If you have. Dearden and Townsend, who can both 
lock down an edge, then you kind of have Drinkwater playing as a 5-8 on both sides, being that one-out pass from the first receiver, halfback, whoever it is, on the left and the right, and he can just pick his moments. Mm. Whereas I think that also safeguards them from you know having a poor kick option if they're either Dearden or Townsend are getting a lot of pressure on them or whatever. Because um, I don't think Drinkwater can manage the game in the same way. And so that that's why I like Drinkwater at the back. But you know, it's up to Todd Payton at the end. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. he'll he'll listen to us. Maybe it's not. A, <laughs> it's a fair it's a fair <laughs> argument because they are a team that does lack that sort of direction. And so maybe they do need two halfbacks really and then have drink water as you just roaming threat, roaming playmaker. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a fair argument and potentially, yeah, I, I could easily see them going with down that route. The only thing stopping it is that I think drink water is quite like personally keen to be a six. So yeah. it you know depends how yeah, much you gotta pe- listen to your coach at the end of the day. At the end of the day you gotta listen to your coach, but depends <laughs> depends on how if Peyton decides he wants to keep his players happy or if he's going to make like make them the heck they've just got to Well, you got to think it. that they'd be happy winning, right? Yeah. So whatever they do as <laughs> a team to it. give them the W on the weekend yeah. is going to keep them happy. If you're playing players out of position and they're unhappy and they're losing, then you got a problem. That's true. Couldn't have said it better myself. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Um, another question from Tony Razzo again. Love Tony. Starting to think he's a Cowboys fan, but um, <laughs> and we also kind of touched on this as well before as well. But he says, "Where should JT, as in Jason Tamalolo, play? Yeah. Where should he play?" So I guess we're talking more positionally than than how he should play. Like the, I guess the options mm. are prop, lock, or off the bench. We kind of talked about off the bench as a potential position for him, but you also mentioned that he can play the eighty on the field. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wouldn't be surprised or I wouldn't be against seeing him come off the bench. But I yeah. think when he's on the pitch, he's a 13. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, so. I mean, he's a, he's sort of a, I don't want to say like an old style 13, but he's in more and more we're seeing players like Azeo, Cameron Murray come through as locks. And he's, he's definitely on more of like a front rower side of a lock than a ball playing yeah, he, lock. He's, he, a he's a ball, ball. runner yeah. and he's a strong defender with a big motor. 
he's not the type of guy that's going to dig into the line and then provide. You know, that he's ball not. Out he's the not back. linking up the play between between Townsend and Dean no. and Drinkwater like like as AEO does for the Panthers. He's 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 just a battering ram down the middle. So, I, but he, that's the way he causes chaos, and that's playing to his strengths, you know. And that's mm. what he's got to do. Um, yeah, I mean, you could put him in the eight or the ten, and that would probably be fine, depending on who you then brought into that thirteen. Yeah, you know I what I mean. The like, only thing that changes when he's wearing the eight or the ten or the thirteen is probably his mindset. And I feel like. For some reason, it feels like when he wears the thirteen, he frees up way more yeah. and feels just like he he can play his own game. Whereas when he's when he's wearing the eight or the ten, I feel like he feels like he needs to just take hit ups, you know, get. He needs to simplify his game, but yeah, he he's got that X factor where he can look up, see a you know a staggered defensive line, and make that half break or get an offload away. Um, See, I'd have him at thirteen or off the bench. Yeah, when he yeah. comes on, he's he's a lock in my mind. Yeah, you know what? I I think I started this discussion thinking I would put him off the bench, but I, yeah, I'm kind of now convinced. Just chuck him in thirteen and let him let him do whatever he wants. Like, you know, yeah. he is. I think he's he good enough to be man. trusted. I yeah. think. Yeah, there are some players yeah. in the game who are very, very talented and need some guidance as to what their role is and yeah, Peyton doesn't how they need should to, be playing. Peyton doesn't need to overplay his hand with Tamalo. He's got he's no. got something that's so unique and he just needs to let him do his thing. That's it. And, and at the end of the day, Tamalolo's edge over all the other players in the comp is his you know physical ability, his physical... <laughs> stats yeah <laughs> he's more powerful yeah he runs harder he's heavier than most of them yeah and you've just got to utilize that it's not necessarily his footy smarts or the way that he plays it's just the fact that he is playing and he is bigger stronger faster yeah that's an asset that's it and final fan question about the cowboys from hulk underscore hogan underscore official underscore are the Cowboys the biggest chance for the wooden spoon in 2022? Um, I, no, I don't think they're the biggest chance. Who, Although, do, you, who, do, you, who do you think, do, you know, are they in the, yeah, are they in the I fight? Think maybe the Dragons. Yeah. But I said that last year. <laughs> that maybe wooden spoon <laughs> just is. say that every uh, <laughs> Um Although this year the Dragons have lost Matt Dufty. They're losing... Paul Vaughan. Paul Vaughan, yeah. Um, so there's. I wouldn't say they're the biggest chance, no, but I would say they have the potential to be, given that they've invested quite heavily in their spine with a lot of playmakers who might not gel together, and there's the doubt that you're just going to be leaving a fair chunk of your salary cap on the sideline. Yeah. If if one of Dearden or Townsend doesn't make the starting thirteen, um. Mm. And we've seen that they can go on losing streaks and the confidence might not be particularly high. The pressure on Peyton's going to be greater this year, having had a yeah, yeah. year with them already. That's right. He's not a rookie coach anymore. Um, so, again, a slow start for them could spell disaster. Yeah. But I think they're in the I fight would, for it. I think they uh, – I personally see them as a bottom four side in 2022. Mm-hmm. I think um, – They'll be fighting with the dragons and the tigers, maybe the warriors, potentially for those for that spot of the wooden spoon. Um, 
But yeah, I don't. It, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions over their halves combination. There's a lot of questions. You just look at a side with Tamalolo in it. Should not be wooden spoon contenders. They should be challenging for the Premiership. Mm. Um, which mm. is there another fan question, or do you want to look at their long term contract? Let's go long term. Let's go. Long-term. Yeah, because Tamalolo is the player that they've got on that massive deal. Yeah. Um, who's there for another six years. Oh, there's so still six years to that deal. Six more years. So he wow. is locked in. Um, you'd like to wow. think that within those six years, they can challenge for another premiership. Mm. Um, the other players signed on for three years or more are Tom Deard and Carl Felt and Chad Townsend all there for three years. So that's <sighs> two halfbacks, and which is why I think they could, they're viewing of playing both of them. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize Dearden was on such a long-term contract. Yeah, that, it's, a, it's a big deal. That is, um, and Townsend as well is also, you know, he's a premiership-winning halfback, we mustn't forget. But he does have patches of inconsistency and his last couple of years at the Sharks haven't been the greatest. No, um, at least there's depth there. Um, and Kyle and Felt is on for three more years? Kyle Felt's there for I three more. I thought he was like on the back end of his career by now. Well, I think they've but, just invested in him. I, I don't remember him playing for another club. I think he's a local yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, he's clearly a culture man. And they have yeah. Val Holmes there for four years as well. Oh, Val, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's... Him okay. and Tamalolo look like the star players. Um mm. I'm a bit moving forward. Got to be honest. I'm a bit concerned. When we did the Bulldogs um, team review and you named the players they had on long-term deals, I thought, "Yep, that's the four that you'd want to see on those deals." But Cowboys, there's just there's question marks over every single one of them, except like except oh, well, pretty much over every single one of them because with Tamalolo as a player, I don't have any question marks over. But the fact that the fact that like just <laughs> don't know what to do with him. The fact he's got, you know. He's got six more years and who knows how many coaches he'll play under in that time who will yeah. try different things with him. Uh, it's, yeah, wow. That's, that, they're shooting themselves in the foot in my opinion. Already having a man on such a long-term deal and then having two halfbacks, you know, Val Holmes who we still don't know if he's a fullback, a winger or a centre. And Kyle, yeah, Kyle Felt who... He's been around for a long time. Yeah, definitely, obviously, a well-loved player by the Cowboys fans. But and is is that it, a, is that a loyalty contract from from the club, or is that it might be loyalty? It might be his last big deal, so they see him through to retirement. You know, mm. but I'm not sure how much money he'll actually be on. So it might be a long-term deal, which doesn't, you know, impact their salary cap too much. But I guess the fact is that they're trusting him to be a valuable member of their side and hopefully they're starting 13 over the next three years at least. Mm. Um, and I, I think he's a strong player. I don't have the doubts over him that you might. Um, I just think the bigger question is over those halves, Dearden and Townsend. And one of them is probably going to become unhappy over the next three years because they were signed on a long-term deal with the view of being the long-term halfback. Um, yeah. It's unlikely that <laughs> they're both going to be satisfied, um, even if they're both in the same thirteen. Uh, See, I wonder what moving a player forward. like Scott Drinkwater thinks of that. Like, he, in my opinion, he's the guy to build to build the club around. 
but then he's got and he wants to be a half and he's got two halves on long-term deals like that <laughs> i feel like you know that's they've gotten mm. they've gotten it wrong in terms of who to build yeah the club it's a around. recipe for losing one of your best players isn't it that's right um if i if i'd heard the list and i'd heard drink water hammer uh even reese robson you know these are the players that i'd that i'd be looking to build that club around so i think they're giving themselves some salary cap headaches and they're going to lose some potential stars because of it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's not a lot more to say apart no. from the fact that you've got to hope that it works for them because they've yeah. clearly invested in their spine, especially if they see Val Holmes as their fullback, which they may still do. Um, they looks like they've got two halves and their fullback locked away. Yeah, so Drinkwater literally doesn't have a, have a place in that in that in that setup yeah anyway that's um yeah that's that's the cowboys for you it's a bit grim i think um <laughs> and to finish uh with a general general fan comment um from vince underscore eats ladder prediction for 2022 just a number off the top of the head not thinking what about where got? we're placing other teams i'm going to put the cowboys at 15 again I'll be a bit more generous and go 14th. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Cowboys fans can cling on to your hopeful prediction <laughs> yeah, for them. My hopeful view of the 2022 season. Oh, well, that's a bit grim, isn't it? If that's the that's the optimistic version of the story. Yeah. Well, you know, we've seen Todd Payton do do better with, with, with squads in more dire like he did with the Warriors in in last year um yeah that's right so you know he has got he's got the ability it's just if um in this full-time role he can get the same out of them but cowboys was uh trying to end on a good note but (laughs) we'll see what happens (laughs) bye-bye Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.